Blog Talk Radio. in our preseason preview we are now moving on to kickers and defenses i know they save them for last in drafts and we'll save them for last in our preseason preview i'm eric mack your host of the fantasy podcast with co-host david gonis gonis how are you doing this week fantastic you know if somebody's listening to our episode six why uh kickers and defenses previews that means they are pretty much an awesome fantasy football fan <laughs> because yeah. you figure a lot of people are probably skipping this one, but uh, hopefully not. And if I'm at work, I, I like to listen to podcasts so I can see me listen to it anyways, but uh, we'll have fun. We have some <laughs> fun stuff uh, for, for this one planned. So uh, every week we go through like dead your... silence. We have lots of dead <laughs> silence planned. <laughs> I actually love picking defenses and, you know, a little less picking kickers, but there are some little nuances on how I pick kickers and, uh, you know, how I attack defenses. We'll go through that in this podcast. Nice. Uh, but for first, Ganos, uh, let's, let's go with uh, your favorite free fantasy football draft tool for this week. Yeah, this is the, we're talking fantasy pros, which they pretty much came up with a website that I had come up with an idea for the minute I left CBS and, <laughs> and they promptly <laughs> did not do anything about. Yeah. Um, that's what I do. I'm an idea guy and not a <laughs> do guy. <laughs> that's like the other day real quick. You I was got management material like, all over you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was, talking to a friend, I was like, you know what they should come out with? Somebody needs to make an app where you, hum a song or you say, you know, when you say to a friend, Hey, you know, that song that goes like this and you go do 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 and you hum it or whatever, you whistle it or sing it, but you don't know the name of the song. They should come out with an app that tells you what it is. Cause Shazam only listens to the music, right? So something yeah. like that, but for you to sing. And I've been talking about this for months. Right. And then finally a buddy was my, mine was like, you mean Soundhound? I was like, what, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's that's the app that does that, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's a nice." I want to come up with this chat. app where you 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 roam around town and you look for like these characters, like say like Pokemon characters, and then when you find <laughs> it, you throw a ball at it and you collect points for finding <laughs> rare Pokemon. Brilliant! <laughs> I like. It. I like. Now I'm a millionaire. Thing. <laughs> All right. So uh one thing I wanted to get into real quick was um the each week we've been doing or each podcast we've been doing our favorite fantasy football draft tools. And specifically, um we've been doing our favorite free fantasy football draft tool and this one's kind of a hybrid of the two. Um Fantasy Pros, like I mentioned, they do they have a ton of stuff on there. It's great stuff. And uh, one of the things they have is their draft assistant, which is part of their mock draft 
tool. So um, I'm going to ask readers or listeners to go to our site and click through the link on the top right to take them to <laughs> it. It's, <laughs> it's, what I'm going to do is ask you to take a longer route to the easy thing to get to. But um, <laughs> what this thing does, the, the, the mock draft tool itself is amazing. It's one of the best tools out there, and that is free. You can do, I think it's one free mock, or maybe three free mock drafts per day. And it basically takes you into a draft room and you have uh, you go up against expert rankings, essentially, random expert mm-hmm. rankings. So each time you do a mock draft, it's different. The mm-hmm. one I'm talking about specifically, they have a bunch of tools within that tool. And the one mm-hmm. I'm talking about is called the draft assistant, which is a draft tool you connect with your league, whether it's ESPN, CBS, My Fantasy League, Yahoo, Yahoo. Uh, NFFC, like all those, all those draft sites connect with the draft assistant. And they have uh, basically the way it works is it goes along with your draft. As your draft is running and picks are being made, it refreshes every 30 seconds. When you sync it up, it refreshes every 30 mm-hmm. seconds. And it gives you percentages of, you know, most of the experts. You could even tell it which group of experts you'd like to have as your default cheat right. sheet. And then, which you can even load your own cheat sheet, which is really cool. And you can set tiers and all that stuff. And when yeah. one tier is thinning out, it'll turn red, so you know. Um, but then it, it'll give you percentages on, here's who the experts would take based on your roster and based on everyone else's roster and based on the dozens and hundreds of mock drafts that have happened before this. Here's wow. who the experts would take. It's, re- it's crazy powerful. And it was completely my idea before <laughs> they – okay, maybe not. Executed. Maybe not that far. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. it's just an awesome draft tool, and it, it isn't yeah. free. The mock draft tool is free, and you can um, check that out. Uh, again, go through our link. But the draft assistant, you, there's different levels of that. It's like from 20 bucks, and, and I say just the draft assistant. It's actually the whole suite of tools is uh, mm-hmm. ranges from $20 – and then it goes up from there uh, for more, you know, if you're in multiple. And that's the other thing, too, is this thing is awesome for multiple leagues because yeah. you can connect with different leagues. And it, it just you just have your one set of cheat sheet, one cheat sheet set, and it's uh, super powerful. Awesome. I, I might have to uh, throw some ducats down to uh, work with that. But we're talking free stuff. They don't take ducats stuff. anymore. They used, to, they used <laughs> to take ducats. They stopped taking ducats last year. <laughs> we like free stuff, and we're going to be giving away one free month of Fan Essentials to one of our listeners, but more on that later. Uh, Ganos, we're talking about kickers. So uh, let's let's talk about what uh, Jake Seeley, who couldn't join us, talk. Uh, let's talk about his proposal to eliminate kickers from fantasy. Yeah, he he had this idea maybe, I mean, he might have had it, you know, years ago, but something he implemented last year for, it may have been the last two years, for the Flex yeah. Fantasy Expert Leagues, where he just took kickers completely out of the league. You know, you can't draft a kicker. You don't worry about it. You just move on. There's one, And at first, I was vehemently against it, much yeah. like I Because he's also a guy that's like, he's, what would you say? Vehemently, vehemently. I like that. you have to. It's a hard H, <laughs> and you have he. He's also a guy, and I was, you know, no matter what it was, as soon as Jake talked about, it, I was like, I'm against it. But he used to, uh, <laughs> he used to, 
espouse the whole there should only be one catcher in fantasy baseball leagues. And he was a big proponent of only having one catcher in laps. And I He's hate the ESPN guy. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. I mean, you know, that's what they do. They do the one kit and then they're head to head thing. And I'm fine with one catcher in head to head leagues, but of course mm-hmm. from now we're just derailing the podcast into baseball. <laughs> but so he was, I, I was against that. So I was against the kicker thing as well until I played it. And then each week when you're dealing with all of your lineup, you know, like last year, I think I was in 11 or 12 leagues and you're going through and you're setting all your lineups and you realize, you know, you got to go through bye weeks and you got to go pick up five yeah. guys in this league. And you got to get three guys in this league. You're doing that. And it takes, literally takes an hour or so to go through all yeah, that stuff. Right. And then you get to this one league where, where there's no buy or there there's bye weeks, but you don't have to worry about a kicker that might yeah. be on a bye week and finding and a spot. Like, it was so much nicer. <laughs> yeah, it was so much I don't have enjoyable. to swap yeah. out my kicker. Generally it, what it, I do. It really was. It was weird. And and you don't yeah. have to worry about the waiver wires with your kid, like get, getting rid of the one of, you know, a, if you draft, a, if you happen to draft the best kicker and then when bye weeks come around and you're like, you oh, do I, do I, cut them and yeah. risk, you know, like, you know, so you suddenly had a kicker for six weeks that you drafted the round before the last round or whatever. Yeah. So it's just a, it actually is a good idea. I like it. It's, it's what I call Jake's modest proposal, which uh, <laughs> is a throwback to a, a good short story where people eat kids. But what besides the? that, <laughs> have you ever heard of that? I forget who wrote Stephen that King? modest proposal, but no, no, no. It's a, oh, this yeah. is back in our English, English uh, classes. Oh, yeah. It was a yeah, it was a modest proposal, and you don't realize it, but throughout the story, it's basically a guy talking about overpopulation and how we should start eating children. It's good stuff. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> well, <laughs> back to the kickers topic. I I kind of like kickers. I know there's some uh, daily fantasy games that uh, take out the kickers too, uh, but I'm uh, I'm an old school guy with fantasy and. I like the fact that random kicker can score 15, 20 points. Uh, like that one uh, night, Justin Tucker went off uh, in fantasy Super Bowls for like six, six field goals, including like a 50-plus yarder to win it in the last second. And then he, he went on uh, TV, I think it was NBC Sunday Night Football, and said, uh, for all my fantasy fans, I did it for you. That was a, that was a cool moment. But uh, off the topic, I mean <laughs> – uh, kickers to me, yes, you can eliminate them, but I, I kind of like them. And, and taking them late is smart, uh, obviously. And not worrying about taking the first one is smart because, like Ghana said, uh, you're eventually going to want to cut that guy because roster flexibility and fantasy rosters is very important to owners, particularly those hounds that like to pick up the guy three weeks before he explodes down the stretch. Um, and kickers can gum that up with their bye weeks. So, uh, Ganos, you want to uh, list the top ten? You want me to do it? Um, the top ten kickers at uh, so-called fantasy experts? Yeah, first, I just wanted to mention um, some instances where I think it's okay to pick up a kicker earlier than the last round, which really it's the second what? to last round. And that's, <laughs> that's at the uh, – if you're voice. drafting – if you're drafting at the end of the second to last round, then yeah. go ahead and grab a kicker. Because you'll just you'll obviously be able to get most likely one of the top ones, and you'll just bypass the three or four guys that are going to pick one before you, or you know in between there, 
and then with your last pick, you just pick whatever sleeper you were going to pick. Um, of course, now I'm trying to think of the other two instances. When it's an all-kicker league, <laughs> and <laughs> I forget well, what the other instances. I, I think what you were trying to say is if you have the last pick in the draft, you want to take it in your second to the last round because you don't want to get the last kicker. You'd prefer to start the kicker run than finish it, right? I'm the opposite. No, I mean – I mean the other way. If you have the one of the higher picks in the last round, like say two, three, or four in the last round, uh-huh. then the previous round I would take a kicker because you are cutting off whoever's about to take a kicker right. anyway right before you, and then you, right. can, you can beat them to it. In your version, taking the top kicker for – I'm fine with not getting the – the very first kicker, but if I am only yeah. a, a couple picks away, then I'll take the first kicker and instead right. of the fourth kicker. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at any rate, wow, that's a lot of kick stop. <laughs> well, I will say, though, uh, <laughs> if there's any kicker that I had to have, it's Steven Goskowski. Uh, the, the other kickers to me have all had some level of in- inconsistency in the rankings, but Goskowski year to year, because the offense and the Tom Brady, uh, uh, you know, consistency at quarterback, Guskowski has been a steady force in fantasy. So if if you're that first pick of the penultimate round, I would take Steven Guskowski so you don't get the last kicker on the board. But uh, Ganas ripped through that uh, top ten kickers at so-called sure. fantasy experts. Okay, so the first – Three are Steven Guskowski, Steven Hauschka, and Justin Tucker, all three of which are interesting in that they're kickers in cold-weather open-door stadiums. I thought that was uh, intriguing because you'd think it yeah. wouldn't be. And, and Mason Crosby, we have him at sixth, and he's another one uh, that you would think wouldn't, you know, cold kicker. Anyways, number yeah. four, we have Dan Bailey, Adam Vinatieri. The guy, this guy, did you know that? The in his rookie one. season, this this is how old he is. In his rookie season, on a kickoff, he tackled Herschel Walker on a, a kick return. Wow! Is that? I mean, that's I I, w- I, I have to give him credit because I would not have run in front of Herschel Walker. <laughs> he right. would have ran. Well, he's my old, he had a cane him. at that point. <laughs> he was he was on a walker. <laughs> was a tennis ball, so he wasn't moving too fast. He was on um, a literal virtual walker. <laughs> oh, what? We need a, we need a sound effect that goes, what? <laughs> Number six, uh, man, you cannot find another podcast and you shall this receive. much fun what? talking kick. There you go. <laughs> Mason Crosby, number six. Chandler Catanzaro, which I like a lot. This guy, uh, not only is he great in American Ninja Warrior, no, wait, that's Casey Cadenzaro. He should be on there, too. <laughs> number seven is, is Cadenzaro. Number eight, Brandon. Dude, and she's cute. A little tiny girl. Well, I think she's tiny. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's super tall, but I'm pretty sure she's real tiny. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, look her up, man. <laughs> Maybe she's super tall. Uh, well, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of that because she does the wall. I mean, that, you know, the wall, I don't know if you're yeah. going to watch American Ninja Warrior. Good stuff. Yeah. She's like a gymnast American Ninja Warrior. Gymnast, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I believe. I don't know, dude. I'll check out my <laughs> my American Ninja Warrior cards and see the stats <laughs> on the back. 
Number eight, Brandon McManus for the Broncos, uh, Cairo Santos for the Chiefs, and then finally number 10, Graham Gano with the Pan- oh, with the Panthers. <clears throat> we weren't going to hit on a lot of these guys individually, um, but the obvious takeaway from this is every single one of those, let's see, maybe the Ravens, not only even the Ravens are good, but every single one of those is a stellar offense. Yeah, it's a contending team. Right. Um, so that's our so that's our top ten. What were you going to say? Something's going off in my ear. <laughs> I think it was a, a oh. pop-up ad on my computer. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just <laughs> I got voices going. That's no, all right. All right. Nobody's, yeah, we're good. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I know right, what so. you're going to say there. But, Gonis, what do you look for when you're taking your kicker in the last round? You know, this is a strange one, and I'll talk about it a little bit, but um, I read an article, and I can't remember who wrote it, so I apologize, but it's not my original thought. But first downs, total first downs by a team, I think is an interesting stat because, A, it means, you know, if it's, a, in other words, high amount of first downs. So that means it's a team that can move the ball, it's a team that's controlling the clock, and it's a team that, um, if they're getting a lot of first downs, they may not be uh, quick explosive. attacking, right. explosive. There you go, explosive team. Um, so what that means is they get they may get bogged down inside the red zone and uh, yeah. and have to kick field goals. So or at least get to the red zone. They're not scoring from the the fifty on deep passes uh, every play. Um, so that's something that uh, that I'll look for. Just real quick. I just want to mention the the top ten teams in first downs last year. Yep, doesn't necessarily bear out the stats, but um, the Saints were the number one team in first downs last year, uh, which with um, what you call it the four bath. You know, he was a part time guy last year, right? Right, right. So yeah, I think uh, say, the Saints defense helps their offense, you know, in their kicker because. They need, they need to create a lot of first downs because they need to score a lot of points because the defense just gives up so much. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, then Catanzaro and the Cardinals. The Cardinals were the number two team in first down. Falcons, number three. Matt Bryant didn't have a great year, though, so maybe that's a, yeah. that's a fallacy. Panthers, number four. Patriots, number five. Super and then team. Chargers. Yep, yep. Chargers, Eagles, Lions, Bucks, and Seahawks. Seahawks obviously was with uh, with, uh, Hauschka, but Hauschka. those yeah. other ones they're a little mixed in there, so maybe not so much. Um, but I think that's an interesting but some stat bad to at least consider. Too. Yeah, right. That's a, maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe it's you know what they do have is they have, and I'll look this up while you ramble on about some uh, kickers. Is they do have yeah. top first downs differential. So maybe it's a differential that shows it's a good defense with a high-scoring offense. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. So let's see. So okay, let's look so at that. So Cardinals, number one, Seahawks, Panthers. So boom, right there, those three are – that's a big that's a big difference right there. Big, big kickers, yeah. Jets, so, number uh, four, Texans, number five. So maybe not. <laughs> well, no, the, the Jets and Texans both had defensive-type teams. No, but I mean, teams. as far as great kickers, 
to draft great oh. kickers from there. Oh. Well, I could see the Jets kicker being productive just because what I will say, uh, what I look at a kicker, I look at a kicker on a team that has a pretty good offense, maybe even a great running game, you know, using the running game to get you into the red zone, getting those first downs like Donald's was talking about, and then a quarterback who fails to stick the ball in the end zone. Now, Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Jets ended up being outstanding with, uh, you know, Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker last year, but uh, you know, Fitzpatrick's still a free agent. We don't know who the Jets quarterback will be right now. I guess you could say maybe Geno Smith as their quarterback. Uh, but I'm looking for a kicker on a potent offense with a good running game and a quarterback who might struggle to get the ball in the end zone so you get more field goal attempts than uh, extra points. Uh, also, another strategy that's common at kickers is taking one with a late bye week. Now, Ganos talked earlier about, well, you might have to cut your kicker. Say you uh, you take a Steven Hauschka with a uh, week five bye. In week five, you're going to be cutting one of the elite kickers that you drafted before everybody because you do, you don't want to ruin your roster flexibility in the bye season. And uh, Hauschka would be on the board. So if you take a kicker with a late bye week, you don't have to worry about swapping out your kicker. And then you can per- peruse uh, the the waiver wire and find that elite kicker coming off the bye, and then he'll lock up your kicker position for the rest of the year, and you won't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, the, the longstanding belief is dome kickers, uh, people that don't have to kick in weather. Uh, you could take one of those. Um, but, but I still go back with the potent offense, good running game, and a quarterback failing to stick the ball in the end zone and or the late bye week. So, I what don't do you know. Think? The pick dumb kickers, that's a, would you say dumb? Dome. Never mind. <laughs> thought you were oh, like God. talking about that our idiot kicker. I thought that's where you going yeah. with that. Oh yeah. Poor Vander. All right, so here uh, let's got, get you into. You got a little liquored up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into. Sorry. That's for your finder sleepers. It's like a game show. What's that? It was like a musical fart. Can I even just say what it is before you play the intro music to it? <laughs> I need work on this song. I was going to say, I like the idea that taking a late bye, um, a late bye week yeah. kicker, that's a, that's a pretty good idea. I like that. Yep. Let me delete that now, saying that after you <laughs> play music over me. Um, so our next segment we're going to do, we're skipping the uh, grizzle or sizzle because kickers should neither be, should never be sizzle. They should only be um, grizzle or tasty grizzle. That's about as far as you're going to get. So we're going to just do finder sleepers. That is a tasty grizzle, right? No, his was big potato. That was was his. His (laughs) is, I like grizzle that sizzles. So we're going to go with finder sleepers. This is we pick one player each as our deep sleeper, long shot, finders, sleepers. Now I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go first on this one. And I'm picking, it sounds like I am a homer. Homer. You are a homer. But I'm going with Roberto Aguayo, the Buccaneers kicker. I do like the Bucs. But as you might have noticed in some of my, I'm I'm not real high on Doug Martin. I'm I'm a little, uh, I'm sometimes a little harder on the Bucks than I am uh, super favorable of them. But mm-hmm. I think Aguayo, this is an interesting pick. Um, if I'm not mistaken, maybe you can correct me on this, was like the most 
accurate kicker in college football history or some crazy stat that somebody threw out at some point and I said, I'm going to remember that and then couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, He's he's considered one of the best kickers inside the 40-yard line in college football history. I know that much. Super reliable. And in one thing we haven't talked about yet is last year was the highest rate of missed field goals or the, the highest amount of missed field wow. goals in something like 30 years or 40 years or something crazy like that. Um, yeah. I could look it up. I have it right here in front of me. But it uh, says, according to the Monday morning, morning quarterback at SI.com, this is an article I wrote earlier this year. Place kickers missed 71 point after touchdowns in 2015. Um, from two, from 2010 to 2014, there were only 37 missed point after touchdowns. So it's a lot of points left on the board. This is the highest number of misses since 1977, so 30 years. Wait, 30? 40. 40 years. So the uh, making and, and moving back the kick uh, did exactly what they wanted. Yeah, moving back you know what? It also was curious to see if it was going to start forcing teams to go for two bypass more. the kick and go for two-point conversions, which the Steelers did for a little bit, but just without much success. But I could see eventually that becoming a bigger deal, that more teams moving to it, just like a lot of people do. Jake Steele is going to get a lot the of people. kicker removed from the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go away from kickoffs because it's dangerous. They're going to go away from PAT yeah. field goals because it's not as entertaining as throwing it up into the end zone. Jake Seeley's going to be yeah, the reason. That makes sense. I believe him. So that's why I have Aguayo there. Is he is uh, he is solid inside the Ford. Now picking a rookie, not a big fan of picking a rookie kicker, not a big fan of. But we're talking deep sleeper long shot. So maybe you're in one of those leagues yeah. that forces you to take two kickers, which there are those leagues that have that. Um, then maybe he's a, he's a guy you take late as your second kicker pick. All right. Well, Be I'm going to go with Who's your the guy that <laughs> the guy used to have a big name in the fantasy realm and a big leg, Greg, the leg, Greg Zuerlein, because like what I said with uh, my kicker uh, selection, I want a team that can run the football, get inside the red zone. And uh, Todd Gurley's going to do that with the best of them for the LA Rams. Zuerline used to be uh, one of the best fantasy kickers, particularly in those long-range bonus leagues. He's had some struggles in recent years, kind of fallen off the radar. He's out of the top 15 of most kicker rankings. He's a guy that uh, could be a little sleeper because of my love of a kicker with a good running game and a quarterback uh, situation where they'll probably fail to stick the ball in the end zone. So Greg Zuerline is my finder's sleeper. I like that. That's actually a really good one. That's perfect for this uh, this spot for a finer sleeper spot. That's going. And he's and, got uh, like this guy. If you're in a league with bonuses for long touchdowns or long uh, field goals, kick us, kick then down. that's a good one. Um, you, know what's all, you know what else is good? How would you like to get all of your favorite NBA teams merchandise delivered straight to your doorstep? Check out fanessentials.net. All you do is pick your favorite sports team, and every month you get your team's gear shipped right to your door. They find the sports gear so you don't have to. Each box comes packed full with some amazing gear. It makes a great gift idea for any sports fan. Prices start at just $34.99. Visit fanessentials.net and use promo code SCFE at checkout for 30% off your first month. Visit 
Visit fanessentials.net to get all the essentials you need. Pagano's to be eligible like for that one free month that we uh, mentioned earlier, one free month of Fan Essentials. Email us a fantasy football question at fatcast at socalledfantasyexperts.com. A free month. That's a $34.99 value. And listen, I know everyone's going to want to send us kicker questions, but you're welcome to send us questions about other positions as well. How about uh, I'm, defense I'm kidding. Nobody's teams. going to send us kicker questions. There you go. I like that. <laughs> How about oh, defense special teams? You, you're the king of the segue. Damn. Segui. Segui. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Ganos, why don't you take us through the top ten of the so-called fantasy experts' defense special teams rankings so we can rip through these. Yes. So, number one, Seattle Seahawks. They've been number one for a few years now. Not that they always finish number one, but they're definitely in the top the group. The one. Yeah, which is key, which is the thing you're you're aiming for. Denver Broncos, number two. Arizona Cardinals, three. Houston Texans, four. Panthers, five. Rams, six. Jets, seven. Patriots, eight. Chiefs, nine. Bills, ten. But you mentioned a couple of those earlier. Yeah. I find it interesting that you have uh, Rex Ryan's defense. I know they had a bad year last year for Rex Ryan standards, but a Rex Ryan defense is going to be one of the last defenses selected in your league. That's, that's interesting to me. And that's a great uh, point to point out that there's a lot of good defenses that you could draft. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it really, it is, it is a pretty deep position. I love the chiefs defense. So I say, I love them. I have ninth. But that's a, you know that's one that <laughs> yeah. I could easily see being a top five. You know something I did uh I did an article for. Fan- so many the, places to do two- articles for you forget where, where you the did it. 2016 <laughs> fantasy football draft guide, and I did. And oh, nice. I thought you were laughing. Were you just weaving? <laughs> I was joking. And uh, I did a the defense preview for the defense rankings for that thing. And one of the things I. I talked about was how volatile the position is. In other words, a team that is a top five fantasy defense this year could be a bottom five fantasy defense as soon as next year. And in the past few years, we've seen uh, several defenses. Of course, now I'm looking for where I I had those. Several defenses go from um, top five to – the bottom like, and I don't have it off the top of my head, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to remember like the uh, Panthers, they were mm-hmm. down towards the bottom uh, after yep. everyone. And that was after a year, they expected to be one of the best. They were down towards the bottom. Um, the chiefs were one yeah, of the worst yeah, comeback, yeah. for a while. The bears were one of the worst for a while. Um, They're still pretty bad. I'm sorry. They were one of the best. And, that, and then they ended up being one of the worst. The uh, I want to say Dallas was Dallas a good one. I'm talking the last three or four years. Yeah, it seems like oh well, yeah, when, uh, ago, Dallas the Ryan was brother. Good. Who's the Ryan brother? Um, what's his name? Rob. Rob Ryan. He he's there. now with Buffalo, but yeah. he he was with Dallas, then he was with New Orleans. Yep. Now he's with. And Buffalo. same thing. Saints had a big first year with him there. Yep. And then yep. now they're one of the worst. So it's it's it really is a uh, an up and down position. So to to that point, 
I avoid taking the defense until late. I'd rather get yeah. a running back. I'd rather get a sleeper wide receiver. I'd rather fill another slot and another position because I know, as you said, I have the Bills at 10th, and I'm fine with the Bills as my starter. I don't need to reach yeah. and 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 right. grab uh, you know JJ Watt and the Texans in the t- right. ninth or tenth round. I'd rather wait. Now, uh, one one little uh, take on drafting defense special teams. You have to look at your league. There are some league types that really give a lot of points to defenses, and uh, you know some can like give bonus points for tackles bonus points for points against some give huge minuses for defenses. So you got to, they're, they're one of the largest variations in rules among different fantasy leagues is how the defenses are scored. So uh, weigh that uh, heavily when you consider where you're taking your defenses, if the defenses are uh, pretty paramount or they give big negatives and you don't want to take a negative, uh, you might you might consider taking a defense a bit earlier than late. That is a great point. I, I, I agree with that. That's a good point. Do you um do you hear the guy constructing a, an entire house right outside my window? <laughs> for some reason, it's 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 uh, Rex Ryan it's pounding on your door because he's, he's pissed that you got him. <laughs> yeah. If, that, if if anyone hears that, I do apologize. He will be murdered after this. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna end up like OJ, man. Speaking of which, did you watch any of the OJ uh, Thirty for Thirty or the 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 movie? I watched the first two, and I and I missed the last. And I'm just waiting for it to come on Netflix, and I'll I'll catch the last few episodes of that. But fantastic! Of the Thirty Thirty or the other one? Yeah, the actual movie. They're they're all fantastic. But the Thirty for Thirty was the was was way better. I thought superior. Yeah, it's uh, a sad tale on all all aspects, but we're got a little so nostalgic. Topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it really yeah, does bring it back to like yeah. mid nineties, you know? And it's amazing how many connections to pop culture then and now that that whole situation has had. I don't, I, I'll have to agree. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. One thing I wanted to bring up real quick was something Jake Seeley is also, he hates kickers. And he hates catchers, and he hates showers. Me? No, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm sure he's, he hates Emac. <laughs> so far, I'm with him. Um, he <laughs> he hates strength of schedule. Is that that's yeah. another thing? And and I actually like strength of schedule. It's something uh, I like to look at going forward. And for defenses, again, when you're picking a late defense, it's an interesting thing to look at. Um, so if we were to look at the top five fantasy defense and strength of schedule, actually, you know, I'm going to get to that because uh, that's going to be part of my finder sleepers. But I just right. want to mention one thing that's yes. interesting is when we talk about strength of schedule, we say we're, we're meaning the defense, the offenses that defenses are going to have to face for the 2016 fantasy football or NFL regular season. Yeah, and, and their quality of um, allowing points to defenses, right? Exactly. Or, yes, right. Yeah. So uh, the reason, you know, Jake says, oh, there's so many changes from the off season to, to this season, you know, to, to from last season to this season, so many changes between offensive changes and defensive changes and coaching changes and all that stuff. 
And I agree with him, except outside of what I said earlier about the volatility of the position, if I'm picking later, then I actually like that volatility. That's a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I, the other thing I'll also look at is good defenses, like uh, defenses that have uh, tough early parts of the schedule that are high defensive picks that become, that have um, good late parts of the schedule. Does that make sense? So yeah. in other words, a team like the, uh, the Broncos, they're going to be one of the highest defenses taken in most drafts, yep. but they start they might off struggle, really. their, their first five games of the season are against, listen to these offenses they're facing Panthers offense, solid. Colts offense, Angela. Bengals offense, super. Buccaneers, Falcons offense. (laughs) So four of the five uh, offenses they face are stellar offenses. And then after, so in other words, my point being, after that first five weeks, when people start hitting bye weeks and all this stuff, people may bail on the the Broncos defense. And they've they've had some changes in that that defense where it may take a while uh, for them to gel. So after that first five weeks, they may be a team that you jump on from uh, and waivers because after that they have the eleventh best schedule for the next five weeks, and they have the very best schedule in fantasy from weeks eleven through fifteen. So it's a team, it's a fantasy defense whose points per game are likely going. It's going to be a bar graph that shoots straight up. Is it bar graph, line graph, a graph, uh, a graph, uh, parabola. <laughs> the exact opposite of a parabola. It'll be no, like the other side of a parabola shoots straight up. There's a sh- uh, down shot and an up shot. <laughs> there you go. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's a go. Parabolas, with, uh... three bolas, however many bolas you need. <laughs> Ebola. Uh, let's go with finer sleepers. What do you got as your deep sleeper long shot? So in that same vein. The second best strength of schedule from weeks one through sixteen are the Tennessee Titans, and I like Ooh. them for as a as a sleeper as your if you have to take two defenses. I like the mm-hmm. Titans. Another reason why I like them is I I firmly believe that ground game is going to be um, much better than last season, and they're going to control the clock right. a lot more. And it's going to be a lot tougher for defenses to score on them and for defenses to get to, uh, to rack up sacks and turnovers because they're going to have to, um, they're going to have to defend the run. All right. My deep sleeper is I'm going to go homerish. Uh, the giants have been one of the worst defenses, uh, in football the past few years. And, uh, you know, arguably one of their worst defensive performances ever, uh, yet they still have a, a Jason Pierre-Paul who's coming off uh, his hand surgery where he lost some fingers and fingertips. He had a partial season last year. He should be uh, full go this season. That's a pass rusher who can change the game. They added uh, Damon Harrison on the uh, D-line. They added uh, Oliver Vernon on the D-line. So that you're going to get some uh, better run stuffers, some more uh, rotational type guys up front so they'll be better up front they got 
Keenan Robinson now in the middle at linebacker. You know, they've been struggling at linebacker pretty much since they had Lawrence Taylor and Carl Banks. They haven't been a great linebacker uh, team. They added Jesse uh, Armstead. Yeah, Jesse Armstead was a good one. Uh, but not a, not, a, not, a, not a great linebacking core since they went to the 4-3 yeah. back from their 3-4 days when they had Taylor and Banks. Uh, you got their secondary, which you got Dominic Rogers cromartie on one side. They got Janoris Jenkins now on the other side. They're, they're two playmakers. You got the second year of Landon Collins. Um, you know, they drafted uh, some guys in the, the safety spot. The safety spot is really where – their real bad play came from, uh, but Landon Collins should be better with the the help that he they've got up front now. Maybe Landon Collins won't have to play so much up in the box. He can play a little bit more back and uh, get better at uh, playing the pass downfield. So I think the Giants adding the pass rusher and Jason Pierre-Paul could be a bit of a, a sleeper. Um, you know, not a not a team that you draft necessarily, but uh, they do play in a weak uh, NFC East where. Uh, there could be some good performances from a defense off the fantasy board. Good sleeper. I like it. You know, you mentioned the Giants, and we talked about the 30, 30 for 30 earlier. You, I'm guessing you saw the 30 for 30 on the Giants? I have These it. Giants? I, dude, I, I, I need to check it out. I'm trying, to, I, trying to think of what it's called. It may be a, you know what, dude? It may be a football life instead yeah. on NFL Network, which to me is, man, that's such a great series. But um, yeah. It's, it talks about the city in New Jersey that basically is the home, not East Rutherford, but it's like a small city in New Jersey that's basically like the Giants' home city. Do you know what Hoboken? I'm talking about? Not Hoboken. No, it's uh, crap. It's a it's a weird name. It's a it's a name that apparently everyone the pronounces. No, let's name every Jersey city. <laughs> we'll go through every city. <laughs> But anyway, Cherry Hill, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, 30, Cherry Hill, 30. No, Cherry Hill, near um, Philly. you know what? That While you're opposite. when you go to wrap it up in a second, I will be looking, looking it up and uh, and, and figure it out. Well, um, I wrap but it one up thing I want, every time. <laughs> one thing I want to <laughs> well, talk about is maybe not our so called fancy experts draft kit is up and rocking and we have rankings and busts and sleepers and all that stuff. And I also want to mention. Two other podcasts on the so-called Fantasy Network. We have the Fantasy Insiders with Joel Hennard. They're rocking it with uh, Fantasy Baseball still, and they do. They're honestly our best podcast. They are. Yeah, fantastic. Joel Hennard is a great host. How'd you get him? You must be paying <laughs> top dollar. He, he's a good dude, man. He's uh, he was buddies with Doug Anderson and well, Will, Will Carroll. Like we yeah. we kind of have hung around the same circles for a long time and uh and yeah. he's yeah he's stellar and he has great guests on all the time too and uh and the other podcast is joe bonds the fantasy six pack fantasy six pack podcast which is every tuesday night the both of those guys do a great job and uh if you're subscribing to the so-called fantasy experts podcast then they're automatically i believe automatically coming to you already but if not I think the fantasy insiders you have to subscribe separately, but it's worth it. But uh, that's all I got. Well, we have almost done forty-five straight minutes of kickers and defense. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> well, I want you <laughs> remind uh, remind people for a chance at a free month of fantasessentials.net. 
uh, email us at fantasy at <laughs> I'm sorry, I goofed that up at fatcast at so called fantasy uh, You get the free month of fantasy essentials.net. And you can find us on Twitter at Eric Max Sports and at David Ganos. Ganos, until when are we doing this again? Earlier, later this uh, week? Thursday. And I can't find the Giants 30 for 30 or football life, but uh, it's definitely one worth checking out. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's par for the course, my friend. <laughs> but anyways, you'll, somebody will find it somewhere. <laughs> Have a good day, folks. Now wait till you get older, but the media man begs to differ. Judging by the hole in the satellite picture, the ice we skate is getting pretty thin. The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim.